by the way, with Roxy and Goldia. Yeah. Um, and this is Goldia. And this is Roxy. Yeah. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that we have been having a lot of issues recording this episode. So let's hope this is the one that sticks. I hope so, Kofrel. Yeah, Ni. Um, but thank you so much for make, taking the time to listen to our episode. And thank you for all the people who reached out on the last episode on mental health. Um, so, Roxy, did you, did you get any feedback from anyone? Yeah, I did get feedback. It, it's kind of weird to talk about this second time, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I did get feedback from some people um, on the topic of mental health. I didn't get any of those, hey, I thought Tanzania was a depression. Luckily, you know, a lot of people are like, this is real. Yeah, I think it's great. I think as the older we get, I was having a conversation with one of my friends. Oh, shit, it's you. <laughs> I was <laughs> about how life is hard, you know? Like, it's just, like, yeah. it's difficult, man. And I think the older you get, the more you can't. You can't deny it, Yanni. You can't pretend behind a lot of armor. You have to acknowledge combat people. Like there are some struggles and how you handle those struggles differs from, you know, between people. So I'm glad that people are willing to talk about their struggles now in on different um, avenues. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this episode is about more lessons from the workplace. We have had, we had an episode on um, lessons we have learned from the workplace, uh, I think three, four years ago, because that was, it's been like three or four years of our career, you know, us having jobs and things. And we had learned a few, a few things and we, we, we recorded the first podcast. So in the last three, four years, a lot of things have changed. So I think it's good for us to update those lessons or share new lessons. Um, so Roxy, what has changed in your career in the last three, four years? If you want to listen to the other episode, it's uh, season two, episode nine. So <laughs> listen oh, and then come back here. Hopefully you can tell a difference between how we thought then and how we think now. Yeah. And then if you're early in your career, I feel like you also understand that it's also a journey. Like it definitely changes. Yeah, it really does change. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Well, I obviously have a new job from the job that I had before. But I feel like the more I grow and mature, the easier it becomes for me to work. I think um, three, four years ago, it was very hard for me to, to even get myself in the mood to, to like work. Coming from uni straight to like jobs, it's like carrying a boulder in your back. But now I can very, very, very easily just start working, do the work. And it's also easier for me to speak to people. Um, when I don't know something, like when I started out, I would rather go on the internet than just call a person and be like, hey, do you know how to do this? But now, I find it so much easier. Uh, you know what? That's good. Me, Miko uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I went through sort of like a, it's, it's sort of a promotion, but it's a, sort of a job change. So last year, when I came back from, my, uh, from studying, uh, I was promoted to manager. And the time you're being, nice. you're being... You're being very, just say I was promoted, I was promoted to manager. No, 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 I have to understand. I was very excited to be manager. I was like, yes, you know, and it was the same company I'd worked for my entire career, which is also, it's debatable. I talked to mm. a lot of people about this and I feel like I'm the only one of my friends up until this point who still has the same job they had when they left uni because a lot of people have switched jobs, but I'm still at the same company. But anyway, so I was promoted to manager and I was completely excited because I was like, I'm not coming back to the same position. They clearly trust me to be manager. It's great. And to be honest, I literally had no idea 
how to do my job. Mm. Like I liked yeah. the title. I thought it was fun. I like clearly it comes with perks. And I was like, yes, this is something I can do. Lakini six months in, I realized like literally was not ready for this role, Kabisa. Um, okay, not to say I, I wasn't able to do it. I was doing it and I was not like fucking up or anything like that. And I, I think if you ask people how I'm doing, I think I'm doing quite okay. But it's just yeah. mentally when I knew, when I thought I was becoming a manager and what I ended up being, completely different thing. So right now it feels like I'm learning a whole new job. Like it, it's like, it's a completely new skill set. It's a completely new, new, new expectations, new problems. So if anything, mm. I, I'm not saying it's getting harder because I'm doing it easier. Like I'm, I'm, I'm handling it better than I would have handled it, let's say three years ago. But it's also yeah. not a comfortable thing where I'm like, oh, it's the same thing I'm doing all the time. I'm, I'm chill. It's every new day, there are new challenges, new problems, new issues. I don't know if I'm ever going to get used to this, honestly, because it's still, it's like a year and a half in and I'm still like, yo, literally save me. Like, it, it seems like I'm dealing with a crisis <laughs> every week, you know? Yeah. But I think that's good. I mean, never, t- like, never take a job where you're too comfortable in, or not too comfortable, where you know exactly what to do. It just means you're not really challenging yourself. I think I would like to get, like, something. I feel like I know nothing, and then I just figure it out. And by the time I know exactly what to do, and it's easy, I can do it in my sleep, it's time to move. Atakama is in another company, but it's time to move from that position. Because it shouldn't be, I don't, I don't feel like your work should be like, you know, when I've got to have seen, you can close your eyes and do everything. It, should, it shouldn't be that easy, right? Yeah, completely Although it's not completely. challenging, yeah. Although it's not challenging and it feels boring. Yeah, totally. And I think that's another reason why I feel like I'm still at the company I'm at because I, I, I keep being challenged. Even back then, before I got this new role, I was getting like new, new assignments, new promotions every year. So they were, I was getting new things every year. Um, it's, it has its good, bad, it has its good and it's bad, like bad things. It's not a perfect place to work, but I think it's definitely helped me grow as a person. But anyway, um, yes. so that has been our career journey the last three years. So I think we're just going to like, you know, jump in and talk about the different lessons that we've learned. And let me start with the first one. Leadership is hard. It is hard, you guys. It is so hard. Yani, being responsible for people, being the visionary to lead people to a certain direction, even when they sometimes don't trust you to get them there. Yo, no one can tell you how difficult it is. And it's not to say, come I've never been a leader. Of course, I've been a leader. Like I've been a, a monitress like leadership positions where things have, have been like I've had a leadership positions before but in school and in other places even when you're a leader like let's say in a club there's usually like a, a framework or expectations mm-hmm. from you you yeah. know and, and you know where you're going as a group like in, in business you're dealing with people with completely different motivations these are people's careers you know like your work, people are working for you like in, it's not like any, they might leave you anytime. So it's not, it's not like, yes, they are willingly there, more like two or a club. Luckily, they can dump you whenever they can. They can decide not to work and there are labor laws that protect them. So it's, it's a thing and you can have a vision as a leader and you know this is what works and this is where we should all go as a company. Luckily, the people don't agree with you and you have yeah. to figure out a way to make them agree with you So because you think it's a good idea. And then sometimes you compromise 
and you give in to what they want because at the end of the day, you know that even if this is what you wanted, you can't do this alone. You need a team behind you to make it happen. And the team dynamics peers, you know, is now issues. Okay. Like you can have three high performing people, but then the rest mm-hmm. of the team is not as high performing and you can't treat the high performing people better because it's going to ruin team dynamics. Even though you know that at the end of the day, you would rather three, you need, you'd rather have three more of these people than 10 more of the people who are not performing well. Yani, it's just, it's difficult. And I think the, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. Like in the, me at this stage in my life, like it's always something I'm always second guessing myself. Like, am I doing the right thing? Am I, am I making the right choice? What is the right choice? Can I live with this mistake? It's a consistent mm. battle with yourself, Yani. It's not something anyone can teach you how to do. And it's just something you have to learn as you do it. So my friend, leadership is hard. It's crazy. I am so sympathetic. Like I totally understand leaders. Any, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm more understanding of like my president. <laughs> I'm more understanding <laughs> of my bosses. I'm more understanding yeah. of anyone who has a leadership position. Because I'm like, yo, this stuff is not easy. Making these decisions is not easy, and you have to learn to live with the consequences of those decisions. And the higher up you go, and Savi, I completely understand. Kwanini CEOs on the nyingi. The man in question, ah, why are they paying CEOs a lot of money? You know, these yeah, are and you can tell money. they're not doing much. Yeah, yeah, I'm like they delegate everything because they only pretend they to be seen with people. Yeah, you like what is the real? What are these CEOs really doing? Why are they getting this money? Squeezy, now you have to pay CEOs a lot of money because let me tell you, if the money was not there, they would not do it. They get paid not for the work that they do on a daily basis. They get paid for the decisions they have to make. Yeah, the everyday thing that they have to do, they have to network, they have to make decisions. And so you are saying something and you know everyone in the room does not agree with you, but you're still sticking to it because you know it's the right thing to do. That's what they're paying you for. And like when you look at companies, there's a lot of money on the line. And especially now that I'm on the management side of things. So you see like company reporting, you see Kwamba, consequences are real. If you don't continue running this business in a manner that makes sense, you are all going to lose your jobs. Like you're not going, no one is yeah. there for fun. Kila moja anategemea kuipamshara. Kwa hiyo wewe ukicheza cheza, ukilet one of these more, like if you, if you give in to petty demands or when you become, you do things for petty reasons, you can jeopardize mm. the business in such a way, but at the end of the day, you're all going to lose something. You know, clients won't trust you. You won't get more business. Kwa hiyo you have, yani you deal with consequences that are larger than even you. Because if you don't get clients, you don't get all these things, other the autumn ball, they are following you, will will not be able to get paid, and then things will be will have issues. Those guys, those CEOs, it's debate on how much they should get paid. Maybe they do get paid too much <laughs> in, in you know comparison. Maybe it shouldn't be that much. I don't know. Debatable. It's debatable. Like any day, should get CEOs should get paid a lot of money because the kind of decisions that they make, the consequences that they live with, the the consequences of their mistakes. It's massive, and the the yeah. reward has to match the risk for query. And I think something else that I have kind of learned along those lines is that not everyone will agree with you. And Mimi, as a people pleaser, I'm always trying to like you know I want everyone to be happy and everything. But realistically, a lot of people won't agree with you. Come on, even with as you said, with our president, now you understand the decisions that he's making. But a lot of times, people don't agree with him. You know. They say, no, that's a bad decision. Why is he doing this? And yada, yada. when it works, everybody's like, yay, our president. If it doesn't work, then everybody's mad at him. And I guess at some point you have to stop looking at, are people going to be happy with this? Do people agree with me? And just, you know, try to do the right thing, do your job, and then move on. 
And I think just to piggyback of that, yo, like support systems to get this work done. Any, I've I've recognized their role so much lately. I don't think I'll be able to do what I do if I didn't have a strong support system. Because you also have to have sort of a distance between you and your reports. You do want them to be yeah. close to you. You want them to trust you. Like in at the end of the day, yeah. they also you, they also recognize that you have power. Because you you mm. can't you it's you need to be very careful to not like muddy those waters. Because report and then at the end of the day, they feel like they can step over boundaries. They can do what they want because they know that they have you in the palm of their hand. So you don't want to be too close to people because at the end of the day, you want to stay objective. So you need to find somewhere else. This is why married men are successful in their careers. Not women, because women want to maintain family and all these things. But married men are very are more successful in their careers because they can be they can go to the office they can do all these things they can be stressed and when they come home they have a support system they have children and they don't have to pay for any of that like they don't have to put in the emotional labor to take care of kids they don't have to put in the emotional labor to take care of the household they and even the emotional labor even taking care of the wife that's debatable you know because some they do and some they don't. <laughs> yes that's oh, debatable it, very debatable yes when you run your business whatever and then you could in bani you you know there's stability you know there's a household that is going to take you're going to be taken care of yo that is the ideal scenario for leaders minaona in your personal life you have a stable foundation for you to to make mistakes have support then una rule kufanya ya mambo ukiwa huna hiyo stable foundation i swear you can't do that job at some point it it gets crazy man yeah um i remember a few years ago my mom and i were having a discussion and we were like She was telling me kwamba if you want to be successful as a man you better be married like you better have a wife and kids you know lakini if you want to be successful as a woman <laughs> most of the time not being married and not having kids might be the way to go now not to say kwamba there are no successful women who are married and who have kids but it's a lot harder to navigate success especially i don't know about what wengine wanafanya creative work but in like a 9 to 5 situation i can understand For example, for people who are like me who work in the field, it's like I, just, I can't even imagine a situation where I would go back home and have like my kids and a husband waiting for me in the field. Nikwamba, unless that person also works in this place, I don't know how that would work. But for a man, you can easily get your wife to pack her bags and your kids ukawamisha, ukaje ukafanya kazi jioni ukakuta and you go to bed and you start over tomorrow meanwhile if you're a lady ukifika nyumbani you are the one who has to say to pick wali maharage and your kids are there and there's a lot you know do you see what i'm trying to say like it's a lot mm-hmm. harder for women especially women who have to work in the field and also i keep thinking as i'm going you know forward in my career i keep thinking am i ever going to be able to work outside the country if i want to have mm the you know the type of family that i want to have because ideally i didn't grow up in this type of situation but i would like the picket fence any i want to go back home i want to have husband kids dog the whole nine yards but then i'm like i don't know if that will be possible girl because we'll, like let's say i get a job in uh, say nigeria Am mm. I going to be able to do that? I probably will be able to carry my kids, but what about the significant other? It's a very I think those, those are some of the very difficult decisions you have to make in life because I, I know women who have done that though, who have gone to work outside and you know, match their their husbands and ch- children at home. Yeah. 
but that's it's a very difficult decision because that's up to a new yeah it affects them you know not growing up without yeah. growing up without a mother for like two years or three years or however long it takes for you to go and do what you have to do yani for when it's not easy those decisions i think get harder because when you're at the point now where i have to think like where you are <laughs> let me just be honest getting married is mm. a project Like yeah, I have to go there. I have to date. <laughs> I have to date. I have to first I have to find the man. Then we have to date. Then I have to be there for him emotionally. He needs to be there for me emotionally. Yeah. Um that takes out time from me being emotionally invested in my work. Oh uh, yeah. now I'm not saying kwamba it's I I can't do it but I'm just saying it's actually a decision I have to make. Ko ikitokea situation hapa katikati ambayo imekuja a very good opportunity I have to travel I go to the UK for three years. It puts the whole marriage plan on hold. Kusababu, if I travel, even if I'm dating someone right now, I don't know if that's gonna stick around. Come, I have not met anyone. It means I end up somewhere yeah. for three years for kazi. I'm not guaranteed I'm gonna meet anybody there, you know. And if I yeah. if I do meet somebody there, does that mean I'm moving out completely? Like it completely throws this whole plan in in like, you know, off work. And that's why a lot of women, I think, in Africa, they have to compromise their career. You know, and they think to themselves, yeah. "What do I value more? Do I want a family? Do I want a career?" It's very hard yeah. to, to to do both, and it's very difficult. Yeah, and I guess it's also for me, at least, I've never met a person who, okay, maybe because I don't know, like I don't really intimately know people that I work with and have worked with in the past. But I would like to meet a lady and buy. They've just made choices in their career, and somehow it just smooth sailed at home as well. Like most of the time, when I see people. Ambao, like they live maybe outside of the country working or they are you know constantly traveling and have to do this and that Borata constantly traveling like if you have to travel once a month you can figure that out but if you have to be somewhere else for like 10 months out of the year i have never met a person who has like a a proper family and they're doing that and then people would be like mm. oh it's a, it's not about cheating it's about anyway it's not about i don't want to leave this guy here because you know he's going to cheat on me he can cheat on me any day hata tukiwa pamoja lakini it's yeah. just how does it work i i am in a long distance relationship right now and i can tell you it is a project it is a project <laughs> management it is proper when are we seeing each other yani at the beginning of it you have to plan every single holiday and when you're going to see each other it's just crazy so anyway i don't know somebody should write a book about this at least how how to do it before we proceed on yeah, in our i i I I want I'm inspired by women who are successful in their careers and they seem to have great family situations at home. Like in Mina Hakika yeah. that's just the facade. You know. <laughs> like but, okay, yes, because I, I okay, not to expose my mother, but my mother is a very successful woman in her own right and yes, she has inspired me to to do what I need to do to to put my career, you know, forward, to not be ashamed of of being ambitious. Like in also yeah. to admit kwamba my mother is not it's not that mother I'm very equipped all the time you know she was not the mother basically talk about tukitaka tukitoka shule iko nyumbani anatupikia chakula and stuff and yeah. I'm not saying kwamba it's a bad thing because I think she's she definitely has other strengths lakini she clearly had to sacrifice that part of her life yani yeah just thinking about it from her point of view like okay maybe you missed a few dinners that's fine but she missed like years of your lives mm. that couldn't have been easy and um but yeah you don't avoid it all the older you get them the harder the decisions you have to make unfortunately i think when yeah. i was like 23 the decisions i had to make were do i want to work for this company do i want to go out this weekend 
you know yes. that's like do i want to do any small decisions the older now i'm getting older now i'm thinking bigger things like do i want to buy property here because i'm sure this is where my career is going to be or do i want to expand my career because i think i want to go travel i want to go work outside the country that is a massive decision to make you know yep anyway enough about me um so on bad days you need to count what you did and what what you're what you're supposed to do so i think most people have the you know the traditional to do list i'm gonna do one two three until the evening but unfortunately it doesn't always work that way you're got an email from this person there's an impromptu meeting there's another meeting you forgot about there's a training that you have to go to and at the end of the day you feel like you haven't done anything and this happens to me a lot like at the end of the day i'm like why am i getting paid what have i done today you feel like you've done completely nothing because you don't see those tiny little things that you've done. So a trick that I've been trying to use these days is Nikifika, Nikaona today is a crazy day. I start writing um, the hours that I'm in, I'm at work, let's say eight, nine, and every hour I try to write what I've been doing in that hour. And at the end of the day, it will let me know if I've been lazy or if I've actually been doing things. I just haven't gotten time to get to the things that I wanted to do in the morning. That's a good idea, actually, because it seems like my life is 60% putting off fires. It's good to the yeah. point now, this is what I do nowadays. In Ifika Akati, I was getting calendar invites. Now meeting Sabiri, Satatu, Sasita, Say what I've done, honestly, and I have to block out time to think. Yeah. So what I came to realize, Nikwamba, I'm jumping into so many meetings. People need me to go to jump into so many meetings. Like, you can't strategize. You can't plan. You can't put things in action. Because you're constantly yeah. jumping from one meeting to another. Any, you are not, your brain does, is not meant to work like that. Especially now with working from home. People just assume mm. you're available all the time. As opposed to Zamani, and boy, you have to be in an office. It means you're not there. But say because you're working yeah. from home, like as long as you have access to internet, technically you're available. Because they were throwing yeah. me into so many meetings. And what I've decided, what I ended up doing, I ended up blocking out sections of my calendar. Now, squeezy, I end up saying no to so many invites. Any, I do not, I don't say yes. There's a time I was saying yes to everything. Still, I'm like, no, he's stuck. Yani, umda between this time to this time on this day, nimda kuwakufikiria. I do not take meetings. I am not taking meetings. And because I was getting to a point at the end of the day where I'm like, what have I done? Well, that was on my to-do list. Things just keep falling off my to-do list. I don't have time. And I think, Another thing that helps me is to do, well, I've been trying to do this, and I think it has been helping me sort of in the last two, three weeks, is to make that matrix yeah, important and urgent. You know, mm-hmm. that matrix yeah, yeah. anywhere. Like, yeah, yeah. You have, like, the urgent, the important and urgent things are the ones you should definitely do. And then kuna mm-hmm. urgent and not important, and not important but urgent, and then kuna not, and not urgent, important and not, and not urgent. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Quite what I do is I try to put my tasks in those boxes, and then I try to tick off the ones that are important and urgent. Even the ones about, even if I don't finish the end of the day, I at least try to do one thing that is important and urgent or from that from that box. And then I'm beginning yeah, urgent but not important. So I try my best not to, to stress about them too much. So I'm like, fine, I need to do them today. Like they are not that important. I can even put them off until tomorrow. It's tr- I've tried. I'm telling you, time management is one of the skills and basil. You know, the same you do, like, mm, you need to have good time yeah. management skills. <laughs> but honestly speaking, the, the the most critical thing for you to do about in your career, and you need to be very good at planning your tasks, saying no to things, and yeah. prioritizing. 
because sababu you can't do everything. So you have to be like, is this a high priority item right now? No. Tunaika pembeni. This is prior priority yeah. number one ni kumaliza kitu flani. Otherwise you're not going to finish. You're never going to get anything. Oh done. yeah. Also you need to learn how to delegate because Mimi I like I like doing everything myself. Lakini kwa kweli there's only so much time. If you have people that can do the thing, might as well delegate because trust me, you're not yani you think to yourself kwamba if I delegate this I'm going to be very free. No you're not. You will never be free at work. Someone out there made sure that they created uh, terms of reference for you. They know you will not be free. Yani hata ufanyeje. So might as well delegate and do important things. And at the end of the year usually kwenye performance appraisals people are not going to remember kwamba Golda attended 400 meetings this year they won't they will remember the things that they told you to do ambapo hujafanya bado because you were in a meeting you were picking up phone calls you were checking out email yeah you were doing things you were busy like for 10 hours every single day lakini at the end of the day it doesn't look like you've done anything because you haven't really done the most important things that you were supposed to do So if you can delegate delegate if you can say no say no if you don't have to attend the meeting don't attend it do the important things first even vingine they will figure themselves out that is a lesson right there and it's good to encourage yourself and see as you improve because maybe I know there was a time I was getting overwhelmed like my time management skills are not great and then I and the I tried to use the matrix I started blocking off time on my calendar I started putting things on my calendar like ahead of time ili ni jua like these things I'm, I prioritize lazima nifanye. Vingine naokuja hapa in the middle of the week ni last minute stuff. Kwao I can yeah. throw them off the, my calendar. And so I see myself improving a little bit and it's it's helped combine I make the list of at the end of the day when I look at my things that I've accomplished, I see kuna improvement compared to where I was two months ago because my mind was everywhere. So you should it's also yeah. good for you to acknowledge when you are getting better at something rather than to always see what you can't do because at the I can say my time management skills need work like I I'm, I'm seeing an improvement you are never going to figure these things out as you know as quickly as you want to I think for me I'm never figuring these things as quickly as I want to so seeing in a progress you know if I'm more I'm like okay you know what at least happen it may improve like I've said no to this meeting I was not able to say no three weeks ago so you know it's improvement you know so take your yeah. your wins as they come Okay so this second lesson might seem like in a contradict a lot of the things I've said like any my okay. one thing I've, I've decided to learn I've, I've I've decided to think about is don't take your work too seriously <laughs> okay for me I was so serious about my work any if I miss a deadline I miss an email I don't respond to something mm. on time I will kill myself and I would I would work until midnight for something that I could have easily negotiated to do another for more days you know I could even yeah. tell my manager come you know what I'm not able to do this can you give me two more days but I'll be so yeah. scared because I'll be like no but to Bariana I have to get this on Wednesday I would take it so seriously and it honestly was killing me you know like any one of the reasons why I was feeling so stressed and depressed like three, four years ago was because I, because I became this unnecessary pressure on myself because I wanted to be a perfectionist like things mm-hmm. have to happen perfectly or it's not right kila moja anategemea anywe perfect kwa in reality that's not the case no one is expecting perfection and i think the especially the more you you grow like if you have a manager or for example my case um like yeah. the top bosses are called partners right like partners have been in the business 20 plus years you know they, yeah. in 20 plus years you learn there's no perfection so mm. perfection ni kwa najipa pressure mwenyewe there was no one out there who was expecting perfection for me what they were expecting for me was my best and as long as i'm putting in the, the my best effort and I, even when I, i can't do it i tell them that's what they expected 
lakini mimi nilikuwa najiwekea so much pressure like i was like i have this has to be perfect if i don't get this and nitakuwa nimefail like every mistake was such a big deal but mm. what i've come to learn is we are all human we make mistakes we are not perfect and you should live you know don't live to work man you know work to live <laughs> your work should be should be supplementing your life like and when things don't work out at work sometimes it's fine like it's going to be okay learn to i have i have had to talk, to tell myself come back it's not the end of the world if i make a mistake it's not the end of the world if i made the wrong decision things will move like you need to take ownership you need to take a responsibility for whatever the mistake is try to talk to your boss about it see if they can understand and after nikifukuzwa kazi kesho i will be fine mm. yani yeah. there was a time I used to think one of the worst things that would ever happen to me is to lose my job because my identity was so tied to what I did. And I was like any if I lose my job I don't know who I am. But I think at my journey nininini I've learned come by you know what there's more to gold than just my job. And one of the things that I have actually had to accept wakao especially wakati wa corona was that real reality ya come by my god you might lose your job because we didn't know what was going to happen. You know, we didn't know this yeah. business was going to be there. We didn't know how the economy was going to be in three months. And I think during that time, I was trying to mentally prepare myself for the eventuality when I was going to lose my job. And I think I was, it was not ideal. And to be honest, it's not saying, I'm, if you're listening to me, to this, any of my bosses, I'm not saying you guys can buy me. <laughs> I like what I do. I like the money, okay? <laughs> But it's also like, you, I, I am not just about my salary and my position and my whatever, like, Maybe my contribution to this world is much more than that. So sometimes when my when my work is not going as perfectly as I wanted to, it's fine. It's not ideal, but as long as I'm doing my best, it's fine. It's really spared so much anxiety for my brain because nowadays I'm willing I I I'm willing to balance my work and my life. The money my work was my life. I took it too seriously. Yeah. So if you're one of those people and your work is your life, I get it. It's it's very romanticized. You know when you th- when you listen to mm. entrepreneurs, you listen to start like founders mm. like Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. Elon Musk. Mm, yeah. All they talk about is Elon Musk. Nowadays. Oh, yeah, yes. Any, I'm like, you know what? If you feel satisfied by that choice, do it. Like even when you don't want to do it, it's okay. As in, don't any don't don't kill yourself for something that you should be doing. There is no perfection, absolutely no perfection. There is only good enough and your best. That those are the only options that you have. There is no perfect because they will never be perfect. They, that standard does not exist. Yeah, well, I'm you know I'm trying. Okay, I'm not even trying. I'm going to start trying because for me, internet mashes my work life and my personal life and the places I would like to go. And it's it's a lot. Yani, I think occasionally, every few months, I get to a point where I'm just like, I am tired. I am really tired. And yeah, so I'm going to try and remind myself every single day. Listen, you'll be fine. You don't have to, you don't have to kill yourself for all of these things, because and and that's a real thing. I remember talking to um, one of my bosses one day, and he was telling me about a person who would work in like like his work environment was very toxic and he had created that in himself like he has to do every tiny little thing and he has to be perfect and include sasa zile pressures from outside you know the reminders the you have to do this you have to do that because no matter what you do like it will never be perfect it's never going to be 100% and this person like would get constantly sick he started having heart problems and high blood pressure problems And my boss was like, that was, 
um, like a like a changing point for him. Like he was like, no, I, I I have to take it easy. And he was telling me that you know you have to learn to take it easy. Do the things that are really important. Eh, but did I listen? No. But yeah, we will try as we are going forward. Well, it's a long journey, and I don't blame you, because Abu, as you know, we are all different. Lada Mimi, the place I was with the perfectionist, was was not what I needed. Maybe I am I work better with this mindset, you know. And I think I mm. do because I don't think the quality of my work in me the quest for perfection. Honestly, it was killing me. It was not making me happy. I was miserable. It wasn't working. Like, you know, actually, it works for them. Like, you know, Elon Musk and all these people. Maybe it works for them. Maybe their mental states, maybe their social paths, maybe, maybe their level of, of operation is higher than the rest of us. So, good for them. Maybe what they're doing, it's a little different if you own like three, four companies. You own those companies. Every cent that comes in is different. Any, it's different from us. Not to say Kwamba working for other people is not, you know, it's great. Yay. But maybe if you had a shop, being at the shop for 10 hours a day would be different than if you had to be at work. Yeah. All right, my friend, what's the other lesson? Um, the other lesson is don't forget to grow. I think a lot of people, you know, feel that putting your time at work and maybe years at work and having that experience is enough, but it really isn't. And that's how you end up umefanya the same job and younger and younger people are getting promoted over you because you haven't grown. When people look at you, they say, okay, Golda is perfect for this position. She knows how to do it. But is Golda perfect for the position right after that? Because you haven't grown. Your job is not going to come to you and say, go study something else or go attend this training. They will only do that when those things related to what you're doing. Any, They will only pay for like a training if that training will bring something into your current role. They won't pay for your future new growth. Would like to think so, but most of the time, no. Do you yeah. think your company yeah. is going to be like, Nenda kasume masters tutakulipia? I don't know. Maybe some people out there have such jobs. But for the majority no. of yeah. the places that people work, you have to be the one to figure out your growth. You have to be the one to figure out, if I want to get from point A to point B, what do I need to add? What do I need to do? How do I need to work? And who do I need to network with? The older you grow, the more you find out that networking is very important. Maybe in your early 20s, me, you would think Kwamba just putting in the work is enough. But sometimes knowing people is very important. There's always that person, and by they can, they can pick up, like you have a problem, they can pick up a phone, call one person, and the problem is solved. Meanwhile, you and your hardworking is not exactly solving all, the, all of these things. So mm. don't forget to grow. See, if a wiki may Peter, and you haven't done something for yourself, you're not going to get anywhere. Try to give yourself at an hour. Do something. Come out, you're, you're studying or you're training or you're learning something new or you're exercising or just something for yourself. By the time you get your, your head in bed and you're about to sleep, you have done something in those hours for yourself. This nine or five hustle, itaenda, itaenda, years, itaenda. Lakini if you're not growing, nobody's going to give you an opportunity nyingine. So, yeah. And network, get out of your house and do stuff. Yeah, you know what? Another thing that I, I try to remind my reports is growth is their personal uh, decision. I, yeah. some people like I've seen even in my company, you can clearly see they have potential to do more. And yeah. I, sure, they have, they have their day-to-day work that they need to deliver and all that. Lakini, the decision to 
to invest in yourself and learn more and, and challenge yourself and put in more hours on something that you don't know is completely yours. It's not, yeah. no one is going to do that for you. I'm not going to do that for you. I'm not going to do that for you. Maybe it was just my mm-hmm. thing. I was like, maybe the the peak level of study I want to get to is masters because my dad, my parents have PhDs. I've seen them do the PhD thing, and I was like, mm, oh, well, I'm already for this. Like, <laughs> masters I can do. So I was ready to do my masters. It it was something that I was there to do, and I'm the one who did the applications. I did everything. Luckily, mm. my my company never came up to me and said, you know what, we'll sponsor you, we'll do whatever, you know. So yeah. it's the same with my reports. I tell them all the time, I'm not gonna come and tell you. I will tell you this is what I think you should do. I, I want you to learn these new skills. Like, you are the one who will go and learn them, not me. You are the one who's going to have to put in the hours to master this thing. It's not me. If you don't do that for yourself, no one is going to force you. And according to all, people will always come in with more skills than you. Of course, you will have the advantage of having experience in Guinea and Bohawana. I think there will be a situation where you will be more marketable or more like suited to solve something because not only do you have the skill, but you also have this other experience you can bring in to supplement the skill. You know, so of course yeah. you'll be the more attractive choice, not just in employment, yeah. but in just assignments in life, in whatever. So just challenge yourself. And I know a lot of people who get to a certain point and they become very comfortable. And that maybe it's yeah. because they get families. When you have family, it takes a lot of time maintaining families and all these things. Like in Doivo, yeah. wanna, it gets to a point where a lot of women and maybe even men, their career growth in a cost-told because while women, women take time off to take care of their kids, which is a very, very, mm-hmm. very, very valid and very important role. Like you know, even yeah. come up with self-invest, kind of shul, maybe they don't have the same, you know, um, responsibilities, or maybe they have better support. When they have kids and they want to soma, I wanna wanna, you know, they go to a different role, and boy, it's a little bit more challenging. So because when they come to it's not easy. You have to learn new skills. You have to learn how to work there, whatever. Like at least you're growing. So. When I'm talking to Mungin, it's like one person, like five years down the line, they don't have, mm-hmm. they're, they're so behind. They have not caught up with their peers because their peers were investing time for them to go. And yeah, so it's your responsibility. Yeah. It's definitely what you should do. My mom always used to tell me, like, if she asked me, did you do this? She would tell me when I tell her, like, ah, I didn't get time. She's like, you'll never get time. Like, don't ever, I don't know what would be the situation where you just have so much time to do whatever you wanted. Yes, some seasons in life are, you know, more packed than others. Like, any chances are you'll never have time. There will always be something that will occupy your mind. So, make time. Um, okay, my last lesson is build authentic relationships with your people. Uh, work, workplace friendships are very important. Networking is important. Um, building trust with your team is very important. Mizamani. Yeah. These team building exercises, right? And I'd be, I'd be like, why are we doing this? This is such a waste of time. Like, why is the company paying yeah. for us to like throw a ball between people? But especially now, honestly, there are some things that are happening in my team dynamic that I feel like would, would have been fixed if we had better relationships. You don't, yeah. and when you are, they say when, when you need the relationship, it's too late. Like, when you need someone to still sort you out in a certain way, like, oh, what are you doing? Who are you? It's too late. Build, yes. Relationships are supposed to be built, and then one day when you need them, you just leverage on that relationship. And I've realized it's something I, I've, I'm learning as I go. One of, the th- one of the things that you need to do as a manager is you need to maintain, is to build and nature, nurture those relationships in a team. If you don't do that, that team will let you down. Of course, they will let you down even when there's a relationship. Like any, it will let you down even more because when you're mm. like the way you watch a, a, a football match, yeah, or a, or a basketball team, 
and you can yeah. clearly see they're having issues communicating you can clearly see the team is not communicating any like yeah. not working we know that someone is getting frustrated they want the ball but they're not getting the ball but then you can sometimes watch a team and they are in sync the ball is going from this corner to this corner there anyone anyone it's almost like you can think to yourself like are they reading each other's minds like they already know this person will be there before they even throw the yeah. ball that team is in sync because they have, they have invested time to build those relationships they have built trust my team is not going to let me down that does not happen by accident. I've worked with, with people about they work in global teams and then they have never met. And you can see it a bit yeah. the way the dynamics don't make sense. Like in Ikuya, yeah. global companies about they have like monthly, or not monthly, annual, semi-annual. Because sometimes in Ikuya, especially with working from home and all that, and you're mm. being able to do things over Skype. Why do you want to when Asafi in South Africa and Ghana and you're happy? Yeah. I was like, what's that for? But you know, you are from a company's perspective. They know well, these people have been running companies longer than us. They know yeah. what teams work better when they have met. And yes. that's why they're investing the money to, to fly these people around. Because otherwise, this team dynamics will not be formed. Network. Let people know what you're doing. Sometimes people are like, don't let people know what you're doing. Because blah. no, no, no. Let people know what you're doing. So, yeah. you know, don't downplay the relationships that you make in your in your career. Like, and you also have to understand, Kwamba, you cannot do your any. It, this relationship cannot be clinical. They cannot be the ones that of nakutana don't get to you. My friend, no one will help you. Kama, it's just a mere acquaintance. They will help you if they like you, if they 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 have formed the emotional connection with you. Well, just because yeah. you know people, you have exchanged business cards, you have their numbers. It doesn't mean you have a relationship with them. Relationship means to nongea, like you know me. We can joke, like, I, you know, I'm aware of your existence. You're aware of my existence. You know me as a human being. And those relationships don't happen in a day. Those are the ones that you have to build over time. Koyo, if you have not yeah. got to the strategy, you're not strategic about the relationships you're building in the market, my friend. Please, rethink. Because it will get to a point where you'll be qualified, you'll be the best person for the job, you'll be the best person for whatever, you'll be whatever. Actually, someone else who has a stronger relationship with that person will get farther ahead than you. Yeah, so, yeah. Apple, speaking of which, I know we've been here for like 300 years, but yes. um, a friend of mine and I one day were wondering, their business card, what should you do with it? So I went online and Googled, and the only like reasonable um, thing I saw was, let's say me and you talked about how much we both like some writer, and then you gave me your, your business card, and I go back and I saw maybe... An article by that writer. So I write to you, I'm like, hey, hi, this is Roxy. We met at this place. Uh, we talked about how much you, you like this and this. I saw this article. I thought of you. I thought you'd enjoy it. Yes. But let's say that hasn't happened. What do you do with the person's business card? Because you can't just call them three months from now and be like, I need a favor. You know what? I, to be honest, I've also made this mistake before. So I'm not saying, oh, but this is something I do all the time. Like any, I think yeah. the more uh, professional thing to do, at least as a first step, is to say, mm. hi, you know, this is so-and-so, we met so-and-so, I'm sending you a follow-up email just to let you know that this is my email. Uh, please, let's, let's keep in touch. Here's my LinkedIn. Please, can, we can connect over there if you prefer. Regards, so-and-so. And then at least okay. now, and if they respond, at least now you know somebody have gotten your email and, you know, whatever. Like, in yeah. the, if you just stay quiet and then from zero, from nowhere, <laughs> it has to be very soon as well, when they still remember yeah. you. Because if you do it like two weeks down the line, they don't really remember how you made them feel. But if it's something impressive, like, oh, you know, they met and you guys can connect and can exchange business cards. 
what yeah. you should be able to do, and it's something I'm trying to do for the rest of the year, is to be very confident in yourself and say, this is what I do. For example, let me tell you something. There are so many mediocre people in the streets. The matter I'm saying, <laughs> it's not about perfection. No one is expecting perfection. There are so many mediocre people in the streets getting opportunities you are not supposed, to, you are not getting because you're not putting yourself out there. Yeah, you don't believe come people out there who have these opportunities are great, amazing, perfect. No, my friend, they are just putting their expectations on the table and asking for what they are getting. That's it. In our line of business, you see things and you see to yourself, I could have done better than that. But you it's not gonna happen. That is true. Yeah. Most people think a person is like a god. I'm pretty sure Elon Musk today and you're like, but he's okay, you know? You're probably yeah. not gonna be that impressed and come out of Korea in your head. So think the best of yourself. Think that you're the it's shit. It's true. When I was younger, I was worried mm-hmm. about I don't know, I didn't want to connect with men because <laughs> I was worried about having to like deflect their advances do you know what i'm saying yeah i'm so glad that i have grown to a point where i know that first of all everybody's interested in that way Mm. and yeah there's plenty of men out here who just want yeah they don't really want that from you and even if they do you can always just say be like no thank you i'm flattered but no thank you my knee-jerk reaction was do not call this person back block immediately I used to have the same fear. In fact, that is something that I was even discussing with someone. So I have this friend of mine. He's like a big, like he's career, he's had a career of like 20 plus years. Uh, and we yeah. have like conversations about this. And I was telling him like, oh, when you are, maybe I'm a woman and, you know, and I have to meet men in my line of work. So it's very difficult for me mm-hmm. to, to, you know, to connect them because I'm attack. And in Tanzania, let's just be honest. Yani, that is a very real issue. All these men yeah. in these offices, you think respect. Like, let me tell you, people in the streets, I think sometimes have more self-respect than these guys in, in corporate offices. Like, they are mm-hmm. predators in these places, rapists in these places, people who will just, like, be petty and try to ruin your career because you don't want to sleep with them, even risk Zippo. But at the end of the day, it's just the muddy waters you have to wade in. Yeah, you can't avoid it. Yeah. It's either you stay out yeah. of the game, and which means you can't win, you can't play, you can't do anything, or you are in the game and you decide to play by the rules, right? So this person was telling me, yeah. Bana, Golda, you, you, have, you have to understand you also have power. It's not a powerless situation yeah. where you're walking in and then where you can be, if this guy starts hitting on you, suddenly you have lost all the power you have. No, this person starts hitting on you, you know, you, you can set the boundaries, you can play this situation in a way that makes sense. And if at the end of the day, you can walk away. So when you pick up to get what you want, like don't don't be scared to build this relationship because you're scared this guy's gonna hit on you. Most of these guys, even though they're all talk, at the end of the day, they just want to try. They want to know what are you going to keep it going. So if you're very yeah. like, you know what, I respect what you're trying to do right now, but I'm not about that life. Most of the most time they back off or they change the rules or they try to respect you in a different way because they also work with women. It's not like they only work with men. They also work with other women that they're not sleeping with. Well, they'll be like, okay, this girl is not interested. Let's see if we can move to a certain direction, you know, and let me not waste my time trying to hit on her, you know? So, you're risky, but ladies, don't be scared. Uh, be Go out there, make the connections you need and use your power somehow. This is a different conversation, but 
Who's your power? You're a pretty <laughs> woman. Trust me, could advantage could advantage of being a pretty woman in corporate Tanzania. It, there is, it's there. I don't even think it's an advantage in Tanzania only. In the world. That is why sales people world. most times ni wanawake, you know? Kuna certain careers, yeah. kuna wanawake zaidi ya wanaume. Kwa nini? It's because kuna, kuna bias, unconscious bias. Kumba, you walk in, you're a woman. Men automatically lower their guard because they don't take you seriously. So that's a good opportunity. Rather than get when you wanaume, already kuna contention mind games, yeah. dick measuring contests. You don't have to do that when you're a woman <laughs> and you're dealing with a man. You know? And yeah. you walk in with a, with an, to another office as a woman and the person on the, op- on the opposite side is a woman. Most times I'd like to believe women are not trying to outsmart each other the first time they meet each other. You know? It depends on how you come in. You come in correct. They usually treat you very mm. well. So there are some advantages of being a woman. Take, don't be blind to them. Maybe the man is like, no, I treated the same. Feminism. We are all equal. Don't get me wrong. I'm still no. a feminist. But... I've come to realize come by, could have some realities I cannot ignore. Like they are just, yeah. either I work within the boundaries of that reality or I just stay out of the game. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, mm-hmm. the whole boundary thing is it. Because as you're saying, most people like will cast a net and see if you're going to take, you know, the bait. So come uh, someone, and you know, Tanzanian men, forgive me for saying this, like it, most of you can be very inappropriate. <laughs> mm. You make jokes that just, it's like, Come on, that we didn't need to make a sexual joke happen. You know how Tanzanian men can be. But most of the time, it's also about you. And they're trying to see. When they make a joke and you picked up and you talked about, trust me, they will continue. Like, most mm-hmm. of the time, this person is not really that type. They move on and they go find someone else to go and disturb with their sexual innuendos. It's true, because they also have limited time, you know, they don't have time to, to pursue you without, they, they, they have families most times, you know, they have families, they have other things to do, because they don't have time to invest in something that they don't think has fruit. They will leave you alone yeah. eventually if you're very, very, like, insistent on it and you are very clear on your boundaries. That is in this episode. Um, I hope you picked up some lessons. I think, I think mm-hmm. this is an interesting topic. We definitely should try to re to reevaluate. Um, and if you have any ideas, any lessons you have learned from your careers in your workplace, by all means yeah. share. Um, I think if we do this topic again, we will share other lessons that you have learned um, in the last few years of your career. If you have, if you have just started, you have a long you know history of working in corporate. You are an entrepreneur, whatever. Um, just share lessons you have learned, like from dealing with managing people, working with managers, you know, getting ahead in your career, promotions, whatever. And then we'll share in the next episode. So thank you yeah. very much for listening. Um, do you have a, by the way, uh, Roxy? Um, yeah, I was going to say in line with the topic, <laughs> by the way, people, there's always something in your job that you won't like. And it trust me, even wow. I'm sure. Beyonce knows in her job that she doesn't like. I was talking to a friend once. He used to do like admin work. And then he moved to like a more creative side of things. And then he found out that he had to do all the admin work in his new job. And he thought he would be done with like, you know, bookings and travel and new invoices. And then he found out he has to do every invoice. He has to check payments. He has to do his own travel. So there's always something in your job that you won't like. If you're pretty sure, but you don't, of course, you should always grow, apply for a new job, find ways to grow so you can get another job. But while you're here, there is no shame in you doing a job just to pay your bills. There is no shame. Mm. You have to eat, you have to dress, you have to sleep. So if the job is not working for you right now, rather than just give it up and go sit at home, I mean, unless it's toxic. Toxic is a whole other, mm. like if it's just boring or not so exciting, 
in the meantime, you know what? It's great to be able to afford uh, Netflix, or it's great to be able to afford Vocha, you know? Just so you're not, like, texting people to send you money. So there's no shame if at this moment the job is not that great. Do it and tell yourself I'm doing this so I can pay my bills until I find another job. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely right. Like any, the grass is always green on the other side, and when you go to the other mm. side, it's it's the same old, same old. We're dealing with this. We are dealing with people. Because the challenges they will always have. It doesn't matter when they come again. And yeah. um, but you know, you know, it's true. If you're in a toxic environment, it's not working for you. You see a better opportunity. By all means, you de- you de- like try. You never know. Maybe it's better. Who knows? Or maybe it sucks. And then now you move and go somewhere else. I don't know. Life is unpredictable. Um, my, by the way, this week is speak out, speak out, communicate, basically communicate at the office, communicate with your friends, communicate with any, don't be, don't keep things on your heart. Don't be scared to talk. Mm. Honestly speaking, I think at the office, 50%, 50 is maybe too much. 30% of your job (laughs) is just communication, communication, sending emails on time, making calls to the right people. Yeah. Talking about expectations to your people, whether or not you call you call you Communicating when you're not able to meet a deadline. Um, talking to uh, admins. Yeah. Lots of this stuff is communication. So if you don't know how to communicate with Zuri, that's going to be a problem. You also need to understand how communication is a two-way street. So even when you're in a situation where someone is telling you something, about your, to you, it's like the way they're saying it is not good for you. But focus daily on the message rather than how they're saying it. And if, give them feedback if necessary. You have all the rights hey. to go up to them and say, I did not like what you did, yep. A, B, C, and D. Yes. Yeah. That applies even to your bosses, by the way. Like I tell my yes. team, my reports all the time, I can mess up too. So if I am in a situation where I feel like Nakonea, by all means, come and talk to me. But I think you are enemy of honor. You will not get ahead. Now, yeah. It has to be in a professional manner. Come on, you know what? I'd like to talk to you about this. This is not what I like. No one will, will, will harm you. Like, if, if you're in a situation where giving someone negative feedback is going to give and it's going to result in problems, that is not the right office because honestly, you will yeah. grow. You will not grow in that office. You clock in, you clock out. That's it. Like if you're in a situation that is a productive team, you're all trying to get somewhere. That's negative feedback. And you should be ready to give it and you should be ready to receive it. Otherwise, yes. it's, it's just not a good place for you to work. So communicate. No one will yeah. read your mind. If you have career aspirations, if you have problems with the way you work, you have ideas. If you don't say anything, no one will know. Use your words. That's that. Mm. I think that pisses me off a lot when people just complain instead of just saying what they want. If, for example, Golda Leo, you to talk to me during the meeting, I could just come to you and be like, Golda, you know, you are. I know, I'm sure you're having a bad day today, but you know, your communication in the morning wasn't that great. That is different from me. I need Golda to call me Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Captain. The way you are talking to me, squeezy. You see, there's a difference. Anything yeah. can be communicated if it's done well. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. It's rather a long one. Um, hopefully, mm. you learned a few things. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. You can reach out to us on Twitter at the BTW Podcast. Um, please share whatever 
feedback you have, we'll definitely share it if uh, we do another episode on this. You can also send us an email at btwpodcast at outlook.com. We have not received email yeah. from any of our listeners yet, uh, but that will ch- probably change in the next few years. I mean, the next few episodes, I hope. Um, mm. And if you know if you know us personally, by all means, reach out to us as well. Um, we'll bring it, you know, we'll talk about this in the next episode if we do another one around the same theme. Let us know if you want to do another episode like this, if this is a topic that you find interesting, and then we can explore, you know, doing this again. Bye. <laughs>